0: here's dr alex hi dr alex here if you'd like the show today or any day I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend. To your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. And thank you for being here. Whoever you are, wherever you are, uh, live recording, we are honored by your presence. We've been doing this program about 14 years Uh, The last time we checked on it, about 10,000 people uh, accessed this, either live or most people, by recording. Uh, We are so greatly honored by that. That's why we've continued to do it for 14 years. If uh, you have suggestions or feedback from us, we would love to hear it. We want to give you a little something to think about and chew on during your week, a little something to challenge you maybe out of your normal box, and a little something to apply to make your week a little better, and maybe every once in a while your life a little better. And today we're talking about addictions versus freedom. How do you be complete how can you be completely free in your life from addictions and even negative habits? And in my experience, almost everyone I have ever talked to in 30 years has a negative habit. Well, that takes away a little bit of your freedom. So, we're going to talk about today, how how can you live completely free? Mind, body, and spirit. So, if that's of interest to you, hang on for the next few minutes. I have, uh, I I, I had a great thing happen to me this last summer. I was in uh, Germany, uh, lecturing Uh, which I tend to go to Europe and Asia every year to lecture several times. And I was in Germany at this time. I believe it was in Frankfurt. And all of the lectures and workshops and everything were over. And the people who had invited me over, the publisher and the host and all that sort of stuff, we'd gone to this wonderful ice cream place because they know I'm an ice cream junkie. And so... We had gotten our ice cream, and we were out on a beautiful summer evening laughing and hugging and just talking. And uh, I I, I don't know how we got into it, but uh, we got into the topic of when the Berlin Wall fell and how they saw that as Germans. And it was so fascinating to me. And, and let me set it up a little bit this way. Um, to me, there's there's good habits and bad habits. There's there may not be any good addiction, but there's good habits and bad habits. I have a habit of putting my wallet in exactly the same place every t- every single time when I come into the house, uh, and you can probably guess why. Because before I had that habit, I lost my wallet or couldn't find it or was ready to leave and was late because I couldn't find my wallet so many times until I started that habit, okay? And the same with my watch, the same with my iPad now that I carry everywhere, it's how I take notes and all that sort of thing. The same with my belt, the same with my socks, okay, you get the idea, I have other habits I take um uh a dose of c b d in water every single morning as soon as I get up. That's like after using the restroom, that's like the very first thing that I do because before I did that, I found that I was forgetting to take it you know a number of days and I have a number of other habits like that, hoping I have some habits between the two of us to ensure that we spend quality time together and don't drift apart and continue to stay um, close and intimate and in love with each other and, you know, on the same page with our children and all that stuff. Uh, I pray every day, which is probably the most important thing, most important habit that I have. And sometimes I pray for hours at a time and, uh, That is probably, to me, the most valuable time of my day. So I do believe there's good habits, all right? But when people come to me, they're not there to talk about their good habits. They're there to talk about the habits that are keeping them from the life they think they could have, or even an extreme version of that, an addiction, okay? I've had a couple of addictions in my life. Uh, For a number of times through my life, I have been addicted to Dr. Pepper, the drink, okay? And that comes from, I mean, I do like the taste, but probably even more than that, it comes from wonderful memories with my father growing up when I was four, five, six, seven years old, and I would ride with him while he was working in a vehicle with no air conditioning, and 100-degree heat in Missouri in the summer, and every once in a while, we would stop at a gas station, and he would let me get an icy cold Dr. Pepper, and he would get one, too, and we would sit and talk and laugh and hug, and it was some of the best memories of my life. Uh, I recently, well, not too recently now, a couple years ago, saw a special, I believe, on ESPN with Roy Williams, the coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, one of the top coaches in the country. And he was sharing a very similar story about him and his father and Coke, which is the reason he has a a little Coke machine and always has Cokes in his office and has like one a day and remembers his dad and that sort of thing. So even though that's maybe a negative habit nutritionally and health-wise, For me, it's a very positive thing spiritually and mentally, and I don't know if it offsets the negative of the health or not, but for different times in my life, I've been addicted and not addicted, but I do remember at times when I decided, you know what, for health reasons, I need to uh, put my money where my mouth is and not drink sodas every day, the withdrawal headaches that I had for four or five days when I quit drinking Dr. Pepper from the caffeine and sugar, and oh my goodness, it, it was, there was two or three days there that it was just awful. I couldn't do anything, and, and I remember feeling like, you know, I wonder if this would be worse or if being in jail would be worse, I actually remember thinking that, so that gives you an insight that I did not feel free during those days of withdrawal from Dr. Pepper, okay? Uh, Also another time in my life, I had a surgery on my hip to repair a birth defect that had gotten worse through my life, and it was the first time in my life I'd had any heavy painkillers, Okay. And I was on them for, I don't know, a couple weeks, but I remember the first time I, I took those and I had this warm feeling all over my body, and then I was just like zoned out. And, and you know, I was probably drooling, but but didn't realize it. and And I remember thinking, oh, wow, I like this feeling. And then when it came to two weeks to quit those painkillers. Well, I can totally relate to the opioid crisis with with people who don't want to quit that, and they like that feeling. And I remember a client I had who was addicted to those painkillers, and I I was asking him, well, what do you feel from that? What do you not want to give up? And I remember him saying, I like the feeling of not feeling, and that was very poignant to me. I like the feeling of not feeling, and I think a lot of people um, experience that in their life. They don't like what they're feeling from life, so they need an escape, which is a negative habit or if that negative habit grows in into an addiction. Okay, now, back to last summer and the conversation outside the ice cream place in Germany. I was talking to him about when the Berlin Wall fell, when Ronald Reagan stood up in his famous speech and said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear tear down that wall. The Berlin Wall fell, and people started streaming in from East Germany. And I was wondering, actually, before I asked the question, if it was a negative thing. Because, you know, they're going to put pressure on their economic system. Uh, There may be crime, you know, things like that. But I was delighted that it was precisely the opposite. That I, I, I imagine there were four or five um, German individuals that, that were part of that conversation that evening. And every one of them was like, Oh, no, it was absolutely wonderful. We were just, we were so overjoyed when the wall came down. We were so overjoyed when those people started coming from East Germany to West Germany, and they were recounting how every single one of them had relatives or people that they were close to over there that they had not been able to see in many, many years, that they would send gifts over there, never really knowing if they got them or not, but they had been separated from these people that they loved, they cared about, they were in relationship with them, some of them were family and uh one of the stories really touched me deeply. Uh this gentleman has been with um the main German airline Lufthansa for many years and he's become a good friend of mine. His name is Lothar Raptor. Great name, huh? And every time I go to Frankfurt, he sort of uh is my host and shows me around and picks me up and drops me off and we go have Coffee and get into trouble together and uh, it's it's become a really great thing for me. I, I always look forward to that and Lothar is uh, with Lufthansa, and Lothar was sharing that when the wall came down, Lufthansa sent airplanes they sent jets over to East Germany to bring East Germans to West Germany, okay. And when the East Germans came onto the plane and said, I don't have a ticket, I don't have any money, the response from Lufthansa was, For you, it's free. And that they piled onto the planes uh, with just the shirt on their back, many of them. And then the airplane flew and I think landed in different major cities in the West. Uh, Frankfurt was one of them. And they would get off the airplane with no one greeting them there, a lot of them, because they weren't able to contact them ahead of time. No money, the shirt on their back. So they would go to get a taxi. And the taxi would pull up, and they would say to the taxi driver, "Um, I'm from East Germany, I don't have any money. And the cab driver's response would be, for you it's free. They would get in the taxi, the taxi would take them to get something to eat at a restaurant that's open every single day, you know, in downtown Frankfurt, and the person would go in and before they sit down would say, I'm from East Germany, I don't have any money to pay for food, and the person would say, for you it's free. They would eat whatever they wanted and 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 you got to understand there's thousands tens of thousands of these people and they're all having this experience as they come over to the other side okay so uh, they have their meal they uh everywhere they go in the city it's the same thing i don't have any money for you it's free and then finally they go to a hotel to a motel they need some place to sleep same thing. I'm from East Germany. I don't have any money. For you, it's free. And our best room is free, not just our uh, one of our lesser rooms. We are honored to have you. Okay. I wonder how that felt to the people from East Germany. After all those years, and they come over, and they don't know if the people in the West are going to be happy to see them or not happy to see them. They don't know how they're going to eat or where they're going to sleep and at every single contact they are embraced. Sometimes the people were even crying and uh, with happiness and joy and love saying for you it's free and not grudgingly. We are thrilled to give you this for free. We're thrilled that you're here. You know what? Uh, As I listened to those stories and and started crying that night myself, just listening to them, and some of them started tearing up as they were recounting those experiences, I thought, man, what an awesome, wonderful example of freedom. And, And that had to be the opposite of what those people felt all those years, as they were living in abject poverty and confined, could not go anywhere. They were, the, the soldiers with guns would shoot them if they got too close to the wall or tried to get over it or through it, through one of the gates or, or something like that. And, and what a life-changing feeling that must have been. Um, now, I've had a couple of those, you know, when... I was through the withdrawal from Dr. Pepper, caffeine, and sugar. And now I didn't have any pain, but I didn't have to have a Dr. Pepper either, okay? And uh, when I got off of the opioids from the hip surgery and was fine now, didn't need it, uh, wasn't addicted to it, whatever, that was a feeling of freedom. But, But the one from the East Germany, West Germany, to me, seems... So much deeper, so much more meaningful because it was relational. It wasn't just in regard to a substance. And so what I'd like to suggest to you today and have you think about this week is what we're really talking about if we want to take the next step from addiction versus freedom is addiction versus your gifting and potential. Because that's what addictions do. Uh, everyone I've ever met has a gifting. And I'm so thrilled that today, what is becoming more and more accepted and is already very much accepted is not just an IQ test for your intelligence, but multiple intelligence, okay? Artistic intelligence, mechanical intelligence. Intelligence, relational intelligence, and and there's hundreds of them. Okay, and to me, that is so much more of an accurate uh, litmus test for a person. And 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 I know, I don't think I know that every person is gifted. Uh, Glenn Doman, in his wonderful work, and you can check this out online and on Amazon. Uh, His first book, I believe, was uh, uh, how to teach your baby to read and then how to teach your baby math and whatever. And the amazing thing about that is uh, Glenn took brain-damaged babies, okay, babies that, uh, you know, never would have thrived in any school system that I know of, and he taught them to read and do math and, and, and learn all kinds of things to the degree that they were far, far advanced from the so-called smart kids in second grade, third grade, whatever. And I'll give you an example, and this is a real example. Uh, these kids could be uh, riding in a car, look over into a field of cows. And the mom or dad could ask the question, Alex, how many cows are in the field? And almost instantly, the kid might say, 142. And they would be correct. Now the kid did not count the cows. They just knew from looking. They had learned a different way to use their giftings of their brain and nervous system to determine how many cows, a way different and superior, I might add, to the linear system of, of the way most of our schools work. Okay? And the takeaway from, from that work is we're all geniuses. We're all gifted in our own way. And I've never met a single person that did not have a gifting in some area, all right? something they were better at than the average person and very often a lot better at. The tragedy is when I find that person and they are not doing that in their life. They are doing something that is not their gifting They're not passionate about it. They're maybe not even happy at it. They're doing it for other reasons like money, and and that's okay, but what I always tell those people is, okay, even if you need to do this other thing for money, you also need to be doing your gifting somewhere, somehow in your life, because that's what you're passionate about. That's what you love. That's maybe, in a way, kind of what you are here to contribute. And contributing it is going to give you internal feelings in your heart and mind that nothing else will give you. But it's almost impossible to do that if you're addicted or have significant negative habits in your life, which almost every person I meet does. So let's take the next step. And the next step is what we're really talking about with this addiction versus freedom. Or addiction versus your gifting and potential is love versus a love substitute. Um, You probably heard me talk about the longest, best done, most expensive study on the human condition in the history of the world. The Harvard Grant study. It was published just a few years ago. By the caretaker of that study, and his name was Grant, they wrote a best-selling book. He was on all the talk shows uh, talking about it. I believe it took over 75 years, cost about $20 million, had thousands of participants. And their conclusion of the study, and this is a direct quote from Dr. Grant, was this. Happiness equals love, full stop. Full stop, meaning end of discussion, period. We really don't need to go any farther or know anything else. If you want happiness in your life, it comes from love. If you have love, you'll have happiness. If you don't have love, you won't have happiness. You'll be unhappy. So the third step of this addiction versus freedom and where it comes from is are you choosing in your life, are you prioritizing in your life, love versus love substitutes. Love, of course, is always relational, okay? Uh, There is no love outside the context of relationship, and the opposite of love is fear. We know that from how our brains are structured, Our brain is constantly searching for a love-based signal or a fear-based signal to determine almost everything, even our physiology, okay? Well, fear is the absence of love. So everything in life, every problem, every issue, boils down to relationship. And relationship boils down to what are you choosing and prioritizing, love, or a love substitute. What's a love substitute? A love substitute is something where you try to bypass the relationship itself to get the end result that is not as good as what you would get from the relationship with it uh, the relationship itself. But it's better than nothing and it's a taste of it like Uh, Instead of being patient and waiting for wonderful, fabulous, healthy sexual relations with a person you love going to porn or a prostitute or something like that, okay? That's a love substitute. You're saying, I'm not willing to wait for the real thing. I'm not willing to work for the real thing. So I'm just going to try to bypass it to get a similar feeling. The problem is, the similar feeling, the bypassing, the substitute, always leads to negative habits and addictions, which take away your freedom and keep you from your gifting and potential, 100% of the time. Um, it, it amazes me, all of the cyber attacks these days from hackers and and viruses and things like that. And I've done just a little bit of research into that. And one thing that I always hear from people when I start asking questions, people who are in the know in that industry, is, you know, it's really fascinating because a lot of these hackers are absolutely brilliant computer people. They could probably make a lot more money if they just did it the right way than by being a hacker. But for some reason they're not willing to do that. They keep going for the instant gratification to bypass the work it takes, to bypass the relationship it takes to get the end result, but in an unhealthy way instead of a healthy way, and not the real end result, but a substitute end result. And, and the end result, and I've met two or three of them, I've counseled two or three of them, most of them are, are very unhappy people, and often end up worse than that, in jail, or losing everything, or whatever, okay? And you can apply this to anything. You can apply it to your work, You can apply it to your hobbies. You can apply it to television. Okay, I'm not saying television is evil. Uh, There's some good things on TV. It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite movie. And man, it has really enriched my life. I have a sign in my office that says it's a wonderful life. My two boys' names are Harry and George. Okay, but there's also horrible stuff on television that hurts me if I watch it and think about it, and leads me toward habit, negative habits, and addictions in my life. You can apply it to reading. Reading is a wonderful thing to do. But if you do it as an escape in order to have the feeling of not feeling, to distract you from the thing in your life that you really need to do some hard work to make right, maybe even a relationship, then it's a negative habit or even addiction Functions as a love substitute and takes away your freedom and your potential and your gifting, okay? Um, The basic of it is it is choosing instant gratification versus delayed gratification, you know? Since I can't control the end result if I do it the right way because that depends on other people on how maybe months or years of work is going to come out. I'm just going to get a taste of it, of that end result, right now, however I have to do that, okay? Well, every study that's ever been done, and they they Google this, and they do them on children all the time, on instant gratification versus delayed gratification, shows that delayed gratification people are happier, they're healthier, they make more money, they live longer, they have less illness and disease, they have uh, healthier, happier relationships. I mean, every indicator of a happy life you could name, they have brought down to instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Well, what is that? Okay? that is seeking pleasure and avoiding pain versus choosing love and truth no matter what the end result whether it's what i want or what i don't want now as a kid up to six or eight or ten depending on the person we're supposed to live and seek pleasure and avoid pain we're supposed to because that's. The number one time in our life when we're likely to die by accident is to keep us alive. But we're also in a Delta Theta brain state for the only time in our life which neutralizes the stress from that. Once we get to 6, 8, 10, that brain state switches out of Delta Theta, which means now if I live by pain and pleasure, I'm going to be living in constant stress which takes away my gifting, takes away my potential, and almost always leads me into negative habits and addictions. So, this week, meditate, pray about how are you living, okay? Are you living in freedom with your gifting and potential to their maximum, are you living happy and healthy? Are you choosing delay gratification? Are you choo- are you prioritizing relationships and doing the hard work to do something right even if it takes months or years for that potential end result to happen or are you choosing seek pleasure and avoid pain like a five-year-old? Are you... Pulled back and held back by negative habits and addictions. Have you lost your freedom? And because you've lost your freedom, you've lost your happiness and the results of real love. Because you can't have both. Okay? Those are two different ways of living. They don't go together. And I would challenge you that the way of love and truth, the way of freedom, the way of real love rather than love substitutes, the way of your gifting and potential, you can start that today. It doesn't matter what you've done up until now. And it is amazing how fast the benefits of that, how fast the freedom comes, how fast the happiness comes When you were choosing the negative habits and addictions, you thought, oh man, if I do it that way, it's just going to take too long. I'm never going to get it. It's amazing how fast it starts to happen a great deal of the time. But regardless of how long it takes, you can be happy and living in real love almost immediately before way before the end results of that your job money career stuff whatever other people way before all that stuff comes around the end results the act of living in truth and love is its own end result and you can start that immediately and I would use Trilogy, Memory Engineering, Start Taking CBD, The Miracle Plant, Put on Earth by God. And we would be honored to help you with that. But think about that this week. Are you living in freedom or addiction?